All right, all right, all right. Episode 32, Squirreling Podcast. Today, I have Introduce Yourself. I'm Brooks from Mountain of Smoke. Hell yeah. Today, we're going to talk about music, how heavy his bass tone is, <laughs> and uh, I actually want to talk about uh, the addition of that uh, pedal steel player. Yeah. That's fucking dope. But anyway, before we do that, we got to hit that music. Man, uh, dude, thanks so much for uh, thanks for so much for coming by. Yeah, <clears throat> I do I do everything live, so I got to do like no, yeah, all good. Yeah, <laughs> man, but uh, yeah, before the podcast, we were just talking about metal metal influence versus you know not having that influence and in playing that style of music. Uh, I, one thing I you know whenever I saw you guys, uh, it definitely reminded me of. This could be a, a dude who m may not necessarily listen to a lot of metal, but plays a heavier style of music, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, I had a conversation. It was This was years ago, but I, was, uh, I went and saw Converge play. Oh, yeah. And uh, when I saw Converge play, uh, I was wearing a cursive hoodie. And uh, after the show, I was walking around, and Kurt Ballou came up. I was like, hey, man, I, that fucking hoodie's awesome. I was yeah. like, you like cursive he's oh hell yeah yeah which is like whoa okay right there yeah. are other people who you know yeah <laughs> who have yeah. like a different uh different feel but yeah man uh i i, I kind of want to jump in first of all i really dig what you guys are doing um i uh i listen to it quite a bit on spotify awesome. especially yeah. during traffic yeah, oh yeah <laughs> like during traffic there's something about the uh just about your songs that just kind of helps me like not go insane. That's awesome. It, it, yeah. And I, you know, what's, what's funny is I, I, don't, I, uh, this is my first time meeting you, but out of like local bands, I would say that you guys are definitely in a top three rotation on my Spotify, really which good to hear. yeah, I, I really dig the shit out of it. Um, but yeah, so you guys recently added a pedal steel player for your, for your yeah. newest album. How did how did that come about? Um so Alex the pedal steel player, um he's played in House Harkonnen and uh Convoy and the Cattlemen and all sorts of other bands. So uh when we were first starting Mountain of Smoke, House Harkonnen had kind of taken a shining to us and put us on a few of their shows. Uh and then, you know, I'd go see Convoy his country band play and over he just started slowly bringing up this idea of playing pedal steel with us and we didn't really know how to i was like i don't know what a pedal steel with what we do is going to sound like that that sounds kind of insane to me because i was imagining just pretty straightforward pedal steel country, like country style playing yeah. yeah uh and then he talked about and talked about it. we didn't do it we didn't do it talked about trying to get it together and it never happened and then we went to the studio and we had him just meet us up at uh at uh, Civil Audio up in Denton. He came up and he had heard a couple songs and he he laid down what he was thinking over it and we were like, all right, well we got to do the whole album like this. So we we sent him the rest of the record. He came in and did it and uh, immediately he and PJ just meshed. Uh, 
and and they started bouncing ideas back and forth uh, and and coming up with all sorts of crazy ideas that I was just sitting back, you know, watching it happen, which was great because I didn't have to be the primary uh, person on it. Yeah. Know? So uh, they fit immediately, but it was really Alex's idea the whole whole way. I never would have thought about it. So and it's still like uh, especially like if he were using any sort of like effects running through amp, he could yeah. create all sorts of really atmospheric shit. Yeah. Going on. Um, I, I, in my old band, our, our, uh, our second guitarist inherited a pedal steel one time, fucked around with that. I was like, dude, this thing is one, yeah. a, a lot of people relate like a pedal steel and a lap steel is the same is completely oh, yeah. different, dude. Yeah. It's like playing the fucking piano with yeah. all of the goddamn pedals and shit. Watching his feet move during the show. That that's as entertaining as anything. Dude, yeah. that's, that's, that's dope. I, I, but even beforehand, you guys were really great uh yeah the the bass tone i love uh those old ampegs that you run yeah uh man those are actually those ampegs are super super hard to find they are you, yeah you got two of them yeah so i uh ricky that played bass in big fiction with pj and i uh, whenever we that band was kind of falling apart uh he was doing he was playing guitar with war party and uh and a couple other bands, but he wasn't playing bass anymore. And yeah. I was starting to play bass again. So uh, we had just swapped some gear for one of them. And I'd been looking for a second one forever, couldn't find it. And then one went up on Reverb, and I bought it as soon as I saw yeah. it. Yeah. Reverb is like gold mine sometimes. It is, well, yeah. Actually, I should say like all the time. Depends upon what you're looking yeah. for. Yeah. There's a, a good and bad side of it, I know, but uh, yeah. I, I definitely have taken advantage <laughs> of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, what was it? I was looking for uh, a JCM 800, like a 80s JCM 800. And like it came up on there for a reasonable price, immediately pulled the shouldn't probably be admitting this. Maybe my wife won't listen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and it's always a great place to find like weird, like weird shit. Yeah. Um, just recently, actually. I, I belong to this like DFW music group. Yeah. Are you on there too? The buy sell trade. Yeah. 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 Uh, some guy posted like a, uh, like a, uh, what was it? Uh, music man bass cab. Yeah. And I was like, I need a bass cab. And so it was really reasonable, like 150 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this, it, it was like two twelves, a six inch and a driver. Yeah. And it was ported. And I was like for $150, like shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, and then <clears throat> I went in and uh, just with the SM57 mic'd it up, and Scott was just like, "Damn, that that fucking sounds sick." Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, dude, I, I it's great fucking deal." He's like, "God damn it, now I wish," because he tagged me on. He's like, "I wish I, I would have bought it." I was like, "Dude, you got like multiple cabinets. Like, right. I just need one to record the. Ba I'm sick of recording the bass through my interface. You know? Yeah. Like I want to just like mic." have something permanently set up to where yeah. it's like just sounds decent you know oh yeah but yeah man fuck yeah so uh when did you guys uh when does this when did your newest album come out actually that was uh july this year july of yeah, this year yeah, yeah. And, and as far as like uh shows you guys have been playing you guys play a lot of uh Je jeff shows right we have uh we haven't in a little bit. It's been a little while. There are no yeah, yeah. particular reason. Just, uh, yeah. It, we certainly, like, I don't know if Alex, since Alex joined the band, if we have okay. played any of his, but we have one coming up. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And then you have uh, that dual 
you guys are playing yeah. with dual. Right? Yeah, we've got the dual release. Uh, we immediately when we first started, we became good buddies with those guys. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I, man, what's funny is they practice down the hall. Now, granted, we practice on fucking Sunday. Yeah. Sunday early morning while yeah. everyone's fucking get uh, still hung over. Right. Uh, but uh, I've never. I've met, I believe his name's Doty. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've yeah. met, I met him when I went up to uh, Tone Shop to buy something off Reese. Right. Uh, but I, I've never really uh, talked with those guys. I know that they practice down down the hall. Yeah. But obviously, blaring teeth, you know, they're they're there more frequently. So right. It's like, hey. They're yeah, they're good dudes. Uh, yeah. They like I said when we first started, Big Fiction had kind of existed in like a pretty small bubble. We didn't really socialize it felt like outside sure. of the few bands we played with so when pj and i were just kind of on our own doing this uh we started playing with some new bands that you know we it was like a whole new scene for us to where you know the house harkonnen guys and dual guys and all those like immediately became friends with them uh yeah. and yeah we're we're I'm all a, pretty close I'm now turn off this yeah, this, yeah. Uh, shit real quick because yeah. it comes through sometimes no worries <laughs> No worries. Yeah, man, that's uh, what's what's funny is that same reason is kind of why I started uh, this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's just like one, you know, besides like the Observer, uh, there's not really anyone talking about, I guess, what's going on locally. You know, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of really uber t- uber talented people around here, and they just don't get any like. Yeah, you know, and no, no, right, no press, no nothing. Yeah, it, a few years. I mean, it's probably, I guess, ten, twelve years ago. It seems like there were a few more like blogs and stuff like that that were sure. kind of more in depth and uh, and a little, you know, actually kind of active. And there may be now that I'm just unaware of, but yeah, same uh, yeah. But yeah, outside of the Observer, and I mean, their their coverage is, you know pretty limited to the you yeah. know the, the bigger bands and i understand that but uh it, se- you know. it seems like if you're if you're the more you play whether like you know regardless of like how good it is it's just yeah. like if you're constantly playing your name is out there so people are gonna you know they're gonna recognize that name yeah. more uh especially like i know when when i was growing up uh it, you, like one of my favorite bands there's two bands i love to see live yeah. and that was red animal war and the paper chase yeah and it seemed like they would play locally like maybe once every couple of months yeah. and it was a big deal right and, but now it seems as though like uh people are out it's like every weekend you yes. know bam 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 and that's that's great you know yeah, that's yeah. a grind but it's just changed from when i was growing up in the scene yeah. you know it's like if someone was out playing every weekend, people like, they play too much, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, I think there's still some promoters that feel that way for sure. But, oh uh, yeah, but you know, there's at the same time, it's like if you're not constantly doing that, then it seems like a lot of people think your band's like no more. Suddenly. Exactly, uh, right? So, yeah. so it's fucking social media, man. Like, yeah. it's like I try to limit my shit on there. Really, I I check it while I'm shitting mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah, uh, and just. I, I, it just the bombardment of like, hey, the world is fucked, and hey, I have these problems. I just can't do it. Yeah. You know, it's just and like, man. trying to keep up with the amount of, you know, you get invited to X amount of shows, and you see so many, you know, people posting flyers for shows, and 
you see it so often that it becomes white noise and you correct don't even, you know um it's not yeah. like how it was back in the day, man. No, yeah. You know, like, yeah. oh, shit, this is happening? This is like the Uber Megla show. You right, know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll miss my friend's shows, not out of any intent of staying home or anything like that, but just off the fact that, like, I've probably seen the flyer, but because of how many things I've seen on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, I'm just scrolling totally right forget. past it, and I don't even notice yeah. it anymore. Yeah, yeah exactly. It sucks, because, I mean, I've missed some solid shows that I wanted to go to, but yeah. never even noticed them until after, so... Mm. Dude, uh, I also have an excuse of like I fucking live fuck fucking out here, right? Yeah, yeah. And it it can be tough sometimes just to like get motivated, deal with deep Ellen parking. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and then you know we were gonna want to hang out, we're gonna want to have some drinks, and I got to drive all the way back. Yeah. Um, or you got to pay for an expensive ride home. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of like man, I, that's why I love double wide. There's yeah, yeah. no it's the parking is way easier to find yep. every everything's just so much easier i have a hard time going to deep elm right. in general now yeah it it's takes tough. like a really really big show that i want to go to like if there's something that three there's something at three links last night that i was like slightly tempted to a band i listened to back in high school and i was like you know what i, I got nothing to do i could go see this yeah and i was like i'm not I'm not paying for parking. I'm not paying for an Uber. I'm not (laughs) doing any of that. I don't feel like dealing with the crowds out there. It Uh, sucks, dude. Like just so many people crowded into one area now. Yeah. And it used to be where, you know, all of the music was going down. But now, nowadays, dude, it's just like there's so much like yuppie shit going down. Just insane. And every restaurant I feel like is the exact same exposed brick, uh, uncomfortable, like stool to sit on, uh, like vintage light bulb yeah, and then a burger yeah, yeah. with like two meats that don't make sense together. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, I, it's gotta the get same that place. Duck liver. Gotta yeah, get the duck. yeah, it's something like that where you're just like, I've, I, it's the same places across the street, and yeah, they're all getting that way. I'm, I'm, I worry about some of the venues over there getting run out by that. But I, you know, I do, I do too. Um, but at the same time, you know. Maybe maybe relocation is what we need. You know, right. we need some we need some different areas. Uh, like, you know, rubber gloves is supposedly coming back this year. Yeah, there's been a bunch of talk about like, well, it's you know, all drama about it reopening. I'm like, hey, right. some of my best memories are from there, without a doubt. Those are some of my favorite shows to think oh, back on. Yeah, hell yeah, my favorite yeah. show uh, from there. I saw Lightning Bolt with uh, Arab on Radar and Blood Brothers, and that yeah. was fucking phenomenal. I, I saw Blood Brothers there. Um, it would have been like 2003, 2004, uh, with these arms are snakes. I was and, there too. Yeah. Like an after, it was show. like an early show because they had double booked the show. venue. Yeah. Uh, that was the first time I'd been there and oh, really? it, yeah, that, you know, completely blew my mind. And oh. yeah. And then after that, you know, I saw, uh, Joe Lally of Fugazi play the a solo yeah. set there and stuff like that. It's like shows that are super memorable, but like. Yeah, it was always I'm, the it was the it was the shit, man. Yeah. Like it, a lot of times these bands that were maybe uh, like, OK, say your your Metallica's and those or like, let's say like uh, Cannibal Corpse and bands like that. Those those shows would hit Dallas. Yeah. yeah. But if you wanted like kind of the weird niche type shit, yeah. it was always hitting Denton and never going oh, to yeah. Dallas. Uh, I saw TV on the radio when they put out their first ep or something oh really there. yeah i mean they're to like 12 people Fuck. uh yeah it's like stuff like that where you're like you know i if it hadn't been for that venue being there at that time serving 
smaller crowds and being willing to do that then yeah. never would have seen some of those shows man dude that's a band that I, I think a lot of people have forgotten about like tv on the radio was absolutely fantastic yeah uh what was it i believe uh their bass player also was in well he i think he joined after but there was a band called 90 day men and their bass player from the bass player for 90 day men i believe joined that band uh, 90 Day Men is like one of my favorite like math rock bands of all yeah. time. They were like uh, super slow uh, piano player. I actually saw them with uh, their Paper Chase, uh, and they were another Chicago band. I'm like obsessed with like Chicago music. Yeah. Um, but I remember uh, talking with uh, uh, John about the, just that band, and we could talk for days about how fucking talented that yeah. band was. Um, but yeah, so like, so like shows like that, man. I found out too. Like the bass player, the Blood Brothers, is now in Fleet Foxes. Yeah, That's yeah, that weird. guy. Uh, I think he was in that band, the Cave Singers, for a mm-hmm. while. I think it was the bass player. But one yeah. of the guys from that like ended up. Yeah, they they all kind of ventured out. It seems like yeah, yeah, yeah. But I haven't seen. I mean, I guess there's Headwound City for one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, man, they were the Blood Brothers are such a. The great like live show too, you know. Yeah, and I think that was one of those that also like kind of ended up bringing me back toward or like towards listening to heavier music because I'd listened to like nothing but like punk rock for my entire childhood, and that was like a nice little like middle ground, I guess. Yeah. To kind of like open that door that like because they were by no means metal, but like had enough in common with some of the stuff going on in metal at that point in time that like I was able to listen to some other stuff and be like, sure. okay, I can. I can listen to this and it kind of opened that door a little bit more for me where I'd completely shut that before that. Cause I was just like, no, I'm, you know, yeah, I, I, I was the same way punk rock, you know, growing yeah. up like TSOL was like yeah. one of my big, Absolutely. big favorites. Uh, and I remember, uh, I started my first band, uh, and there used to be this message board. My buddy David ran called Dallas hardcore. Yeah. I don't know if you were yeah, I was, yeah, I was in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So David, uh, David, my buddy David and Sam introduced me to this guy Corey, and Corey played in the rock, this band called The Rise back in the day. Yeah, I, I remember The Rise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome yeah. band. Yeah, they yeah. were really good, yeah, yeah. right? So Corey, uh, we were we were talking, and uh, what's funny is like two weeks before I talked to Corey, that Rise and Blood Brothers show happened at yeah. Galaxy Club. Right. Yeah. And we went and saw him, and I was like, oh fuck yeah! And I remember Corey being on stage and just being like, you know, it was a bunch of like. Cause I think uh, like Glassjaw was playing that shit too, yeah. or something like that. Yep. And uh, there was a bunch of hardcore kids there, and you know he got enough shit about being in the rise, you know. Uh, but it was like, whenever the Blood Brothers came on, he, he he before they came on, he was like, the Blood Brothers are next. You guys are about to get fucking schooled. Yeah. You know, and they came on, and the crowd was just like. Ugh. And I really? was just like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. It was my second time to see him, but I was yeah. like, dude, this is fucking awesome. But right. it was like, went over all wow. the hardcore kids' heads. Okay. But, you know, when you think about it, like that tough guy hardcore stuff is pretty straightforward. No right. change. And they know? were far from they that. They were yeah. far yeah. from that. Yeah. For, for that hardcore scene, they would, uh, for some of the guys that would go out to that, I'm sure they would push the limit as far as what they would accept, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, stylistically, if nothing else, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. I, when I, I, I'm still 
good buds with Corey. And sometimes we'll talk about that, about that tour that they did with him. And he was just like, every night it was just like, they were, they were killing it just fucking every night. And I was just like, man, that band, I, I, a part of me is glad that it's done, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but a part of me wishes that it was still like happening. I always appreciate the bands that know like, all right, ran our course and we're done you know uh yeah yeah you know it there's some of them i wish i could see again you know like oh yeah i saw fugazi in 2003 and i hate that i'll never see him again but at the same time i respect it i'm like sure. all right i mean you know it's yeah. done when it's done so fugazi is a band that i i was i was always like lukewarm on yeah which everyone is always surprised that no that that know me because they're like dude that's like your style is like well i really like the bands that he dealt with like the hoovers and the crown right. Gate ruins and things like that yeah uh, fugazi uh, by no means like i thought they were great yeah, yeah. uh but I, I i they're not like a huge like influence uh, on me personally it was uh my brother had a copy of uh instrument the yeah. documentary on him and i didn't i knew i was probably in junior high yeah. Something like that. I knew nothing about what the band was. I didn't know what I was putting in the VCR, I assume, at that point in time. Uh, and I turned that thing on and was like immediately just confused, but like really into what was happening because it was just, you know, I just picked it up, stole it from his room, I'm sure, because yeah. I stole everything from his room. And as soon as I put that thing in, I was just like, this is insanity. Like, you know, Guy climbing up into the basketball goal and stuff like that. I was like, yeah. I don't know what this is, but I want to find out way more about it. So I was pretty early ended up getting into it, but I don't know if it would have clicked with me if I'd found it later on, later on or after yeah. other influences or anything like that. But yeah. For, for me, I think the reason why I didn't like fall so deeply in love with them is cause it's like, I went down this route of one of the first bands, um, that I was in a huge punk rock phase and I always, I was drawn more to like old school punk, you yeah. know, like the TSO Wells and the, I, uh, misfits were always like a staple of that oh, genre yeah. but like di and stuff like that yeah. and i i don't know why but i was always drawn to that and like I, the people that listened to that always had like an extreme fashion and i never was like same that. Yeah, yeah yeah it was weird because yeah. we'd always hang out and they were like yeah sterling's punk rock but it always reminded me of slc punk where oh, it's yeah. like that drug dealer dude and oh yeah like, no no he's cool you oh, know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah i had a similar experience all through high school to where i was like I was listening to all that stuff, but I never quite fit into the crowd. And yeah, I was like, yeah. like I always felt like Homer whenever he tries like warming up to like the guys smoking pot in the van back yeah. in the seventies, and he like crouches, like tries to get closer, and then immediately scoots back. It's yeah, like, yeah. I, it was always like that, or I just didn't fit in socially to it. It took, you know, you just felt kind of like weird about yeah, like yeah. we have this in common, but I don't, I don't necessarily dress like you yeah, or, yeah. or go to that extreme. And, I think there's a lot of like because i was also listening to as much like weirdo stuff at the same time that i was like i'm not going to like bite in full on yeah, yeah. what you're doing you know uh but. man uh, speaking of my wife and her my mother-in-law may come through that door at some point no they went for a walk they're like we know you're doing a podcast <laughs> but yeah no it was uh the cool thing though was the, the, those people never really like gave you any shit or anything it was very yeah, welcoming oh, yeah. oh you know? yeah yeah i've talked about this before but like i was an athlete in high school and i was gonna go um and this is actually when i was talking i got to talk with jeff mueller a tiny bit mm-hmm. on online uh just telling him like hey there is a point in my life where 
I was an athlete. I was going down this route of like baseball, baseball, baseball. In June of 44, I heard them and I was like, man, I could, I, I think I could do, so. I, I always loved music. Yeah. I think I could do something like this. And I just quit. I just yeah. said, fuck it. I gave up my scholarships. I said, fuck it. This is what I want to do. Yeah. And, um, and I started going down that route. Well, even before that, like all of these people were so welcoming, you know, and it, to me, like I had a fucked up childhood. So I was just like, man, like these people can be like family, you know? Oh, yeah. And, yeah. uh, so we were, I was hanging out and doing all this shit and, you know, people were really, uh, like, Hey, uh, so I, like around the time I was 18, people were like, you should pick up an instrument, you know? Yeah. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. You know, like I want to do that. Yeah. And I, and I completely went down that route. Nowadays it's not so much like that, you know, like with yeah. punk rock, it's no, very, yeah. very like elitist. Like I'm better than you. I was like, what the fuck? Like yeah, it yeah. used to not be like that. No. Yeah. And you know, so I, I teach school and I don't, it's weird. I don't see any kids into that. Yeah. At all. It's like, I, I, I that maybe face tap rat. No. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just, I don't see it anywhere. Uh, and it sucks. Cause like, even when I first started teaching like nearly 10 years ago, uh, there was a difference in the kids to where like, I, there was like metal kids and stuff like that around or yeah. some punk kids here or there. But I don't see a lot of that at all mm. anymore. Uh, and maybe they are, but I just, you know, I don't, I don't see it as much, but Whenever you uh, see one of those kids, though, doesn't your heart like get really warm and happy? I used to, uh, <laughs> I used to have like a deal with some of my metal kids of like if they were like passing their classes, and then we could like sit down and talk about music. Or oh, something, nice! You know? Or uh, at the end of the year, I've burned CDs for a few of them. That's stuff, awesome. And be like, you know, here's actually good bands because they yeah. still. It's amazing they still listen to like. Uh, like disturbed and stuff like that, and I was like, "This is like twenty years after that band's like <laughs> yeah. known for anything. How are you guys still listening to that crap?" But uh, it's but what's shoved it, in their nose, you it under the somehow nose, has you know? stuck. In, it's weird. It's yeah. still happening. Well, um, when you, when I guess, like when you're a kid, you know, it's radio. You know, like yeah, which up, is true. Yeah, because I guess I was the same. Yeah, when we were like, well, so how how old are you around? Thirty four. Okay, so we're yeah. the same age. Okay, so yeah. you're okay. So whenever we were uh growing up like MTV, right? Yeah. MTV we were watching that shit all the time. All the time. Yeah. Uh you had 120 minutes. Yep. The first time I ever heard refused, 120 minutes. I was in like seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. Blew my mind. Yeah. Uh especially to uh what was it? Uh like Rage Against the Machine. Rage yeah, Against yeah. the Machine is huge. Yeah. I, I love that fucking band. Yeah, yeah. But it was great to see like this politically like driven like you know, basically punk rock band. Yeah. You know, I guess rap rock if you want to be, but, but yeah, they, I mean, they were, yeah. they were huge. No, I mean, I fell in love with ministry through that where yeah. it was like, I would just see these insane videos on, you know, 120 minutes or something like that. And I was like, what is this? And yeah. like, how do I find more of this? Uh, but it was just so off the wall, but like, there isn't something introducing that as much no. anymore outside of like YouTube or something it's, like that. But that leads you in a very direct way where you're going to see like, if you got on there to watch, you know, Ariana Grande videos, then you're going to see nothing but that. Yeah. Or somewhere. Versus like you didn't have the uncontrollable uh, aspect of whatever 120 minutes or, you know, even like the edge back in the day where it wasn't, you know, as structured of a, of a uh, playlist. Yeah. Whereas like they would play pretty wild stuff back then. Yeah. And it was like, especially the adventure club. And oh, yeah. Stuff too. yeah. Yeah. It's like you were kind of forced to listen to this stuff, but now you can, I kind of hate that I have Spotify sometimes cause it like, 
I, I've found myself listening to the same bands over and over and over and over and over because I can, and I don't have anything making me listen to something new every now and then. I, so. I, I get, I, I still have, I have Spotify. I also have Pandora. Yeah. Uh, Pandora, I find, you know, the non paid service is kind of like a good way to like discover some new stuff. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's a good way to discover new stuff for hip hop, like real deal hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, other than that, like, you know, normally it's like the same songs and same bands coming yeah. around in a playlist. But for Spotify, like I'm a huge, huge blues guy, like okay, old, yeah. old blues. Yeah. And uh, so if I'm going to listen to Lightning Hopkins or anything like that, like it's great. Put it in a playlist and like, you know, we for Christmas, we had like a party. My dad, my family, my dad came over or my dad's side came over. And, you know, my dad's like, it's just so great that you like the same music as me. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, you know, I, I don't know what it is. It's just I can really relate to that mm -hmm. shit. And what's funny is I get made fun of, like, uh, Scott and all, all the Bearing Teeth dudes and uh, some of our friends are all in this group chat. And all it is is them posting pictures and, like, morphing pictures and, and yeah. talking shit. But there's always like daily a morphed picture and it says like militant blues culture and it has like a picture of me morphed onto something. Yeah, it's yeah. Like fucking, but you know, it's like I get shit for it, but like, hey, it's what I like. Yeah, and yeah. that's, I think that's why I like, you know, Doom and Stoner Rock so much. I mean, it's, it's, oh yeah. It's, it's downtuned blues. Oh yeah. Know? Without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, I sometimes I laugh about like, about the Doom stuff getting called metal when I'm like, dude, it's just. Down really, really, really loud blues. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It. I mean, but uh, I fucking love it, man. Yeah, yeah. I love and, it so much. Uh, you know, I, we we end up playing in that genre a lot. I don't necessarily think we fit it that well, but yeah. we we play with it a lot. But uh, and yeah, I think there is something about that of like having grown up on similar type of music from sure. my parents. That like, yeah. It, so you're it, a blue, you're a big blues guy too. I wouldn't say that now. I listen to much of it, but that was definitely what my my dad especially. Uh, he was super and still Just give is. Give it another shot. Man. I know. It's, yeah, it's and there's amazing. nothing against it. Nothing against it. it, it now I'm like very anti Stevie Ray Vaughan. Like, right. I'm not exactly. That, yeah. I don't like. Yeah. Uh, the really the only white guy I love, uh, and and he's like a top two for me is Johnny Winter. I oh, talk yeah. about him all the goddamn well, time. He's so fucking weird, he, dude. He's weird. <laughs> yeah. Best slide guitarist ever, man. That yeah, yeah. dude would fucking rip. And uh, yeah, I I, <laughs> I have books in there on like how to play his shit. And they'll like give you a CD, and it'll be like you know uh, regular time. There'll be a half time. Even the half time, it's hard to fucking yeah, yeah. follow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I. I, I I fucking all day, every day. Yeah. Blues, blues, blues. I uh, I can I can definitely see like you. I don't really consider you guys like. Uh, I wouldn't put you in the doom. Uh, I'd say sludge right? if if anything. But, yeah. Uh, you know, PJ's got like a real metal background. Like yeah. He's encyclopedic about like weird guitar players that played one album on like you know. <laughs> Like Ozzy's, or it's it's always something more random than that. Like something yeah. like a you know, some singer had like hired on this guitar player to do this one solo album, stuff like that. And he's got all this knowledge of that stuff. And anytime we're on the road, he wants to listen to that, and it drives me insane. <laughs> uh, when we played with you guys, he was wearing a Coliseum shirt. Yes, and I came up to him and I was like, "Hey, I really enjoyed your set." He's like, "Oh, thanks, man." And I was like, "He's wearing a Coliseum shirt. I, I don't." I don't have much else to say. I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, it, it, we found a nice middle ground of these bands that kind of, especially that Louisville scene for years and years, oh, uh, yeah. where they, 
I guess they kind of called themselves like Maximum is what they called that whole scene. Like, like it seemed like that was like that. inside of that. Yeah. Uh, and Lords, uh, and there are a ton of bands from that area yeah. at that point. But uh, the Coliseum, I think like for PJ, it hit like that drumming itch because uh, Chris DiMaggio was in their band at that point and he loved that dude's style. And then uh, meanwhile, uh, Ryan Patterson, the singer, had such a like punk rock, punk rock vibe about him that it was like, a nice combo for he and I, like yeah. with Coliseum. Then Lords was pretty similar. Uh, to where it kind of like scratched every itch that both of us had, and yeah. I think that's what kind of helped he and I kind of find a middle ground. Uh, Did but, you um, speaking of like that uh, Louisville scene? We uh, we. My uh, my old band, mm-hmm. uh, we did a cup. We did a couple dates with uh, with Young Widows. Yes, and I I really liked uh, Breather Resist. Oh yeah, a yeah. lot. I've, oh yeah, I thought they were uh, for a metal band. They were really unique. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I asked the singer one time. Uh, I was just like, "Your old band, Breather Resist, is that a Hoover reference?" He's like, "Yeah. How do?" You, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a complete Hoover. It's the exact. Yeah. That's where we got our name from. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I was wondering because your guitar playing sort of reminds me of Alex Dunham, and he was like, yeah. Whoa, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, like, yeah. It was. Th- it was cool, man. It's, like, so much of that scene was like. <clears throat> it seems like you could always find a few guys that were in each one of the bands with like you know, and then Ryan Patterson from Coliseum and Evan Patterson from. Young Widows or Brothers, you know, and there's, yeah, uh, you know, Black Cross and I remember Black all those, and all those bands. I remember all those bands. I really liked them due to the fact that they were, uh, they were dark, but not necessarily metal. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, Coliseum kind of went a little more towards like this kind of like, I, I think they're calling themselves like Black Magic Punks at the end. And at the end of that whole run, or yeah. it had gotten like kind of gothy, and I, I forget the new band that the singer has, uh, that went a very like very much in that direction. But uh, I mean, it's really cool stuff. Like I, you know, yeah. the, the new band that he does, I, seriously, I cannot remember the name. But uh, it's not completely in my wheelhouse, but it's it's cool. Everything yeah. that those guys do, it's like at least worth a listen to find you know something about it. Uh, yeah, Scott yeah. Scott introduced me to a band recently called Heads. And uh, I was like, "Whoa, yeah, man! This uh, it sounds a lot like that Louisville shit, yeah, yeah, um, or the like the Calvin Wild City shit, oh yeah." Um, which all of those bands to me all stem from like th- those, you know, those Chicago DC oh, yeah. bands, you oh, know, yeah. and they and they really do, uh, you know, it's what. Scott and and Andrew have like their complete metal background, yeah, so yeah. like the shit that I listen to is not on their radar whatsoever. Right. Which, which, but I grew up. Uh, you, they were in an old band called Man Is Mostly Water. I've, we, I, me and all the big fiction guys, played in a really bad band that used to play with them all the time. Oh, yeah, for yeah, real? Yeah. What was the uh, band? Bears Driving. Bears Driving. Yeah, it was terrible. Fuck. Yeah. yeah uh, I, man, I think I saw you guys. Probably play. did. Yeah, we were. Bad, <laughs> and all of us would admit it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, dude. I, I I've known them since then, and I was in a band called Constance, and we we uh, we just like hit it off. Yeah, you know, just like would hang out like shit. We're you know we're in our thirties now. I've known Andrew since he was like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, 
And, uh, you know, I was always like, this guy plays guitar fu- fucking weird. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, now it's just like next level weird. But we just, I don't know. We were all really comfortable with each other. So it's, it's always funny because it's like Scott is in like, you know, all these bands with me. Yeah. Uh, but I keep saying, like, Andrew, we got to get you, we got to figure out how to get you in the band too. You know, right. Yeah, like, yeah. We were talking about doing a, a, a record where I have to write bearing teeth riffs and he has to write partaker riffs and then they have to go and record them. Oh, nice. Each one of us have to go and record them. And I was just like, dude, I'd be down. That yeah. would be extremely hard for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but I think it'd be hard for you because it's like, you're just like strumming. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, so he was like, "Yeah, I think it would be." I mean, anything that, at this point in time that takes me out of my wheelhouse because that's one thing for me is I've gotten older that, like, I you know it's been great having Alex around and PJ who has no filter as far as telling me if something sucks. Yeah, uh, that's important. No, yeah, yeah, and uh, but I fall into like a hard system of like some of the riffs just start sounding the exact same, and I don't hear it. Because to me, I'm just like, oh, that's badass. Yeah, and exactly. Then, and just looking over at PJ, just sitting there like, nah, dude. Yeah, our, our drummer <laughs> yeah. does the same fucking thing, man. Yeah. Like, uh, I'll, I'll come with the riff. Um, uh, Jason's really good about uh, uh, your, your timing. And, uh, you know, fuck. He'll, he, he writes all of the tabs down. He, yeah. A lot of times, he just sight reads while yeah. he plays. He'll have, he, he brings a fucking thick-ass book with him. Yeah. He'll just... That's and crazy. Sight reads while he plays. Yeah. But um, with us, I'll write a riff and he'll be like, you always have the tendency to write in the four, four time signature and this rhythm pattern. Yeah. So what he did was he like recorded drums and he's like, this is in four, four and these are different rhythms. I want you to write to those. Yeah. So on purpose, I wrote a five, four signature and I was like, oh, and he was like much better. Like, yeah. He approaches it like that. And yeah. You know, and uh, it's made it's really improved uh, my writing, yeah, yeah. Uh, quite a bit. Along with recording from home, it's yeah. a pain in the fucking ass, but it's really helped me with writing. Yeah, uh, we we just moved into a new place, and that's high on the list because I had that set up at our old house, yeah. and then we moved, and I have no way of doing that now. So I've got to try to figure that part out because, uh, yeah, driving to a practice space just to do that Sucks. every time it's like. Yeah, because we practice in Arlington, and I'm like, "Where?" And you live in Dallas? Yeah, I'm like, I'm South Oak Cliff. But oh shit! Okay, PJ's well that's not Fort too Worth. bad. Yeah, yeah. PJ's in Fort Worth, and then uh, Alex is in Arlington. So okay, it's great for him. But yeah, uh, man, if you wanted to, there's options that you could use to. Well, see, none of the options are going to really fit what you're going for as far as bass tone, right? You know, because yeah. you'll be like, doom, doom, doom. I know, and you yeah, and I have that. a bad. I hate. I feel so bad for the people that have a practice space next to us because it's like, <laughs> I'll start writing something, and like for me to be able to check it, it's like, because I have my the full worshiper set up up there, so it's like these two massive cabinets, and I just have yeah. to crank them at some point to make sure that oh. like it feels the way I want them. There's a well. A how many crit- watts are each one of those heads? Uh, I, th- I want to say they're both like two forty something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the cabinets that uh, that Worshiper built are insane. So there's a yeah. four fifteen to four twelve and uh, four fifteen. Four fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Four fifteen. Yeah, it's like, massive. It's they, ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And I they gave me a sweetheart of a deal on it, and we're friends with the guys that build those and. As I've owned the thing, I, I realize why 
they couldn't sell that thing, it's because it's such a pain in the ass to move. It is a I'm sure it's beast. heavy as fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's it's heavy, but it's also so wide that it's yeah. like... Like wider, like bigger than an orange cabinet, right? I can't fit it in my car, yeah. Like, I have to borrow a truck to be able to move that thing Ugh. every time. Uh, every show. If I bring it. Sometimes I bring... I've got two Ampegs I'll bring okay. sometimes instead. If I don't feel like moving those things. You can Damn. tell how much energy I have if I bring the, the 415. Uh, that means I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Uh, but no, it's, uh, it, it, you know, the bands next to us, there's a, uh, a Christian metal band that, uh, is there all the time, all the time. And, uh, they're always working on Chuck, these Chuck really eighties, eighties riffs. Oh, eighties uh, riffs. Oh yeah. It's in their, these guys are old. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wow. So it's, it's like, like a hair metal Christian band. That's that, weird. And they've been around forever too. Uh, but uh, them trying to like get through a practice with us next door, I feel terrible for them. Then there's a Rage Against Machine cover band on the other side who also, really, yeah, who they I'm sure have to deal with it too. Yeah. Okay. Is the Rage Against the Machine cover band any good? So. I, I can't tell because uh, I think they've got... You just drown I, them out? Well, I think it's only a guitar player and a bass player right now. Oh, no I drummer. think they have a drum track playing. Ah, and okay. I think they have a vocal track playing. Because at first I was like, these guys are fantastic. I was like, that guy sounds exactly like Zach. And then I was like, I only hear the same two guys talking in that room. Yeah. I'm like, there's not a okay. third and fourth person in there. So I think it's just a guitar and bass player. Okay. But, they're Still, pretty good for what they do. Yeah. And that's that's dope. Yeah. Man, uh yeah, lugging like I I lug around a 412 Marshall and a uh uh 212 Dr. Z. Yeah. And that's still like I I got I put casters on on all yeah. of them and it's like, "Hey, sweet, you know, yeah, it's yeah. not it's not too bad." Uh but lugging around a even when Scott Scott used to have this goddamn uh it was like a Mesa 400 head, yeah. but it was rack mounted with all this other pullout drawer shit and yeah, all this yeah, yeah. shit. And uh, that thing is insanely heavy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you never have to wonder where the front is because right, like, it's when you so pick it up, heavy. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. And, I used uh, to play through one of those and it was, oh, yeah, the thing was geez. insane. Yeah. 12 power tubes. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, what the no, fuck? I, I did the whole rack mounted thing like when I first started playing bass. That's what I went to immediately. I was like, well, it's got drawers. So I can put my stuff in it. Like, it all made sense. But uh, yeah, those things are a pain in the butt to move around. I know, yeah. man. Like, uh, I, 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 I keep telling him he should like downsize because like the bass needs to fit in the low end. But yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it, it, it needs to be a driving force. But there, you don't have to have like a fucking huge, huge setup. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. Um, but he, he just recently bought one of those Galen Kruger like super light. Oh, yeah, cabinet yeah. things and that sounds great yeah. and uh it's not nearly as heavy right yeah, to, yeah. uh and i think he's really trying to kind of like piece down like and kind of like minif m you know minimalize his like heaviness factor right yeah, yeah. you could say but yeah it's always like a anytime we play i'm just like i fucking hate bringing the gear and then you gotta oh, yeah. bring the merch you oh know? yeah, yeah. It's like, oh yay. yeah I yeah. gotta bring something no one's gonna buy. Yeah, no. I, and we're we're so bad about, you know, we should be sitting at the merch booth or whatever because you know, especially when it's just PJ and I, it's like we're you know we're both sitting around being like, well, if I'm not 
sitting next to him, then like we don't have nobody to talk to, but I also don't want to sit over there. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we're really, really bad about not manning our merch. I, I think if someone really wants to buy something, they'll just they'll find us. It. Yeah, That's always tell people when we just don't steal it and come find us. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Man, a lot of times too, like I, whenever I'm, uh, I guess, I guess a lot of times since I'm bringing it, I'm, I'm kind of like in charge of all the shit. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of times, like if someone wants to buy something, they'll come out and find it, find it. But sometimes just, uh, Scott would be like, Hey, there's someone looking at stuff. You may want to go over there and I'll go over there and no one buys anything. Oh yeah. And I'm just like, uh, all right. Anna. Uh, I love the, yeah. I love the, like people wanting to look at stuff and then not, not making it like it's, yeah. you've been standing here for 10 minutes looking at it. Uh, We've got, we decided to put the album out digitally only because yeah. just financially it was way, gotcha. way more affordable. And we're, you know, I still got big fiction LPs laying around from when we printed vinyl. And then I've got, you know, tons of CDs from when we did that for Mountain Smoke. It's like that. Realistically, you're going to listen to this on Spotify, Bandcamp, or you're going to download it. Like, sure. This is realistically, that's what's going to happen, you know? And I would love to print vinyl. I'd love to do that stuff, but it, it doesn't make financial sense for me if if no one's paying for it. Basically, like, I, you know, I got you. Uh, what I what I normally do, and I probably shouldn't be stating this, but like um, a lot of times, I do a lot of trades. Yeah. yeah. Just like, oh, we do too. Yeah. And if someone uh, really likes it, I'll make sure they get it, regardless of oh, yeah. what they have. Yeah. Scott, same. don't hate me if you, oh Scott doesn't really listen, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, the amount of T-shirts that I own that are just my friends' bands are. That's yeah. basically all of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I do that all the time. Um, if I, like, uh, a lot of times, I'm really, uh, like, if I don't know a band, but I really like them, and I would like for them to just have an album, I, I don't, I find it hard for me to go up and just be like, would you like one of our albums? Right. Because I feel like I'm putting a stress on them to be like, well, I don't like your band. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I, and that's fine. Like, yeah. it's fine. I just like, uh, I like to just, you know, people that I'm digging, I, I'm like, would you, would you like this? Just, yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do that all the time. I, cause all in all, like I keep my bills really, really low. Yeah. Uh, to support my musical habit. You know? Yeah. Uh, so I try to keep our bills like extremely low, um, and, and do all that. And so whenever we record or anything like that, you know, we, we, we pay for it. And I, this, this band is the first band I've actually ever printed vinyl for. And I'm yeah. just like, I don't care. I don't care. You know, the money we make off of it or anything like that. Right. What's whatever. I just like to have it in case like I come across people. We play with mile marker Yeah. and I loved mile marker growing up and they stayed here. We did some trades and I was like, you can have open this up you can have any yeah, yeah any amount you want right you know just because like for me it's uh i don't know i i can't I, I worry less about making money and more about like just enjoying absolutely and yeah stuff like no that, and you know? that i think a big part of it at this point for me is like now that i've got two kids it's like you know spending the money to print the vinyl if i don't like if somebody you know if somebody came along and they're like hey we want to help put that out that would be that's a different story that'd be yeah. awesome it's like absolutely i'd prefer it but like for me now it's like looking at like all right well i got two kids and I that money it's has like, to be yeah it's like it needs know. to be used elsewhere yeah, yeah, yeah. you know so it's like for us it was like how can we get the music out to people in the most affordable way possible sure and 
it seemed like that was just going to be the easiest. And I mean, to be honest, printing CDs was super cheap, but as far as I can tell, nobody fucking wants a CD anymore because it's, it's digital. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it. it's either vinyl, uh, digital, or even tapes. It's like, or tapes is a weird thing. Man. It is. Yeah. How the like, fuck? I don't have a tape player. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But CDs they sell. are just, that. it's a non-existent one. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, We've put out two tapes and I don't own a tape set. Yeah, like it's a, weird, right? Or a cassette player. Yeah. I, I'm just like, where do I get that now? You know, Radio Shack's pretty much done. Like, I don't know where yeah. I get those. Big Fiction, uh, we put out our first one on cassette, and I don't have a copy of it. Because at the time, I was like, I think I was like 24, 25, and I was like, I don't give a shit. I'll sell the last <laughs> one. Like, sold the last one, and now I'm like, I really wish I had a copy of that thing. Yeah, right. I have no clue where to find one now. I'm like, it'd be great to own my own music, but I have, yeah. I've got nothing. Yeah, I got so. a tub full of broadcast t-shirts, and we had this dude who like did a bunch of like metal albums. Yeah, and uh, he designed a shirt for us, and it is so absurdly metal. Yeah, yeah, that I loved it so much that we printed it. Yeah, but it's a full on like naked, like full titty out, yeah. like lady spreading her legs with crows around her, and it says broadcast C. Yeah, and the the funniest thing ever. Is we are we were not metal at all, right? Yeah, uh, like the intro song is my old band, yeah. yeah. And so it's like, you know, um, all right, I'm gonna. One thing that's a pet peeve of mine back in the day was when people came up and they'd be like, "You guys sound like Young Widows." Of like, we've been a band like four years longer, right? Than yeah, Young yeah. Widows, yeah. You know, uh, I was like, technically, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was always kind of that thing, like. Uh, I, it was, I, we, I got that so much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love the comparisons they get now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah. You know, uh, well, it's great in the fact that, like, I've had a handful of people come up and be like, you guys sound like Regulator Watch. You guys sound like Hoover or Crown Heat Ruin. And I'm like, oh, my God, fuck yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Scott, Scott, like, w Scott will look at me and my face will lighten up. He's like, someone just got the reference correct, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, uh, my buddy Champ, uh, he uh, used to play in this band called Kill the Client. Yeah, they. Uh, he was on a podcast one time talking about our sound, and he was like, "They sound like if you took uh, Fugazi, made them really pissed off, and gave them the rhythm section of Quicksand." I was like, "For a guy, that's actually a really yeah, good yeah. reference." Yeah. And then the guy hosting a podcast was like, "That sounds like." You're talking about like Hoover or something. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I haven't heard that band, but yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, Yeah, dude, that's like exactly right. Right, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, right. we we get some weird ones, but what I is mean, what is some of the ones you guys get? Uh, I mean, now that we have Alex, we don't really with the pedal steel in there. There's not a lot that we get. Uh, but before, I mean, it we got a whole bunch of. Uh, of like kind of industrial comparisons or something like that, which I never really? have really heard in what yeah. we do, especially because we have no, you know, before that there were no electronics or anything like that, but we sure. would hear, and I think a lot of it would go to vocal styles or stuff like that, where uh, every now and then there'd be something about like, you know, Al Jorgensen or something like that, uh, sure. which would be awesome if I could do that, but I can't. Uh, He's yeah. the guy from Sleep, right? No, no, that's no. Ministry, yeah. yeah. Oh, Ministry, and, okay. And every now and then we'll get, yeah, like, you know, uh, it sounds like guys, you know, like bad at guitar playing high on fire riffs or something like that, you know? <laughs> really? <laughs> Which I take as a compliment. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess uh, I could kind of see that with the, the driving factor. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. high on fire is very like a driving yeah. sort of band. Which is why I, I, 
I mean, I, I, that's the reason I love that band is, you know, Man. the driving side of it. What could, what could I, what could I, uh, compare it to? Oh, there is, you guys sound nothing like the band, but there's pieces of, uh, there's pieces of this band that are, are driving in a similar way because they're very bass driven. Yeah. They have, they have guitars and everything, but it's very bass driven and very much, uh, the uh, overly distorted bass, like Arab on Radar, you guys sound nothing like them. Right. Yeah. But there's, uh, they have a song. They have a couple of songs that it's like, yeah. Uh, that it that that it would remind me of. Yeah. Um. um there's it, honestly, I wouldn't. Yeah. The only, I guess for me, uh, the. I guess the obvious go-to would be Lightning Bolt. You guys sound nothing like Lightning right, yeah. Bolt, uh, except for the fact that you have kind of the same, like I guess, setup and bass and right, yeah, bass and, and drums. There's some, uh, some I guess, kind of lesser-known bands that you know, this band Fight Amp from Philly. We were like Fight Amp, yeah. I've heard them, but I've never checked them. We out. We are both like huge fans of them. Okay. Their their first album. Uh, uh, Dead is Dead uh, is a great album, uh, and then the last EP they did uh, was excellent as well. Like just start to finish, great band. And yeah. then they had uh, uh, what was the uh, the new band they're starting, Low Dose, uh, which is about to put out their album. Like Low Dose. What I've heard of that's that. A good, that's a good band yeah. name. And what I've heard of that is the same three guys. They added another member. Uh, what I've heard of that is sounding equally as good. So, yeah. I'm going to play one of your uh, songs if you don't. Cool. Mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I guess if if I'm going to play one from uh, Spotify. Mm-hmm. So, if you don't, if you don't mind, yeah. Which one would be your favorite song that I guess you could say? Play that one. Uh, the one with the most reaction, it seems like, is... Uh, Not necessarily... Let's say your favorite one to play live. Favorite one to play live. That would be Leon on the, the new album. The new album. Yeah. Definitely the favorite to play live. Well, I'm going to go ahead and... I'm going to go ahead and hit hit that track, yeah. if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So, this is a Mountain of Smoke, Leon, off their newest album. Uh, Gods of Biomechanics, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Bunch of Blade Runner references. Hell yeah, here we go. Wake up, time to die.
Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, that was uh, Mountain of Smoke with Leon off their newest album. Uh, very, very, very dope. Um, while we, while uh, the song was playing, uh, we were just talking about who... I'm going to send you some of the... I'll send you a link to that. You can download whatever yeah, yeah. you want in there. Awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, the, it, was a, it was a while back. This guy uh, who is a fan of my old band, he ran sound at uh, some place and he recorded uh, Shipping News playing live in San Francisco. And I was like, you have that? He's like, yeah, you want it? I was like, uh, fuck yes, I want yeah, that. That's awesome. Uh, holy fuck. You, I, 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 shipping news. Holy fuck. Um, yeah, I have like some shipping news, regulator Watts, um, uh, Hoover, of course, uh, Abilene, um, all those bands, uh, uh, drive. I have drive like Jehu in there too. Nice. Even though Drive Like Jay, who I think is on Spotify. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. just like some stuff that's like hard to find. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have on there. I'll send, I'll send you a link to it. I fucking, that's awesome. I love that shit. Yeah, like, yeah. That is like, that's my go-to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you have go-tos as well where it's oh, like, yeah. man, like I, I find so much like influence or, you know, uh, it just never yeah. gets old. Yeah, me, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like Rage Against the Machine. It never gets old. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> No, um, like I, I'm a huge like Nick Cave fan, stuff like that. I like, love Nick Cave. Fucking love Nick Cave. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude. Yeah, that's his so. his uh, his rendition of "God Is in the House." Mm-hmm. Oh fuck, man, dude, that is so good. Oh yeah, no, he's uh, so far I've been able to see him three times. And did you go to that last show? I did. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. how was that? Was that dope? It was excellent? Yeah, and we uh, we kind of splurged on my wife's tiny. And knowing that it was at the bomb factory, I was like, she's never going to be able to see anything on that stage. So we went ahead and paid for the balcony seats, and we ended up really close to the stage. We'd never been that close for any of the other times we'd seen him. And, yeah. Uh, I think if you're into metal, I think you could learn a lot from Nick Cave. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like just the dark creep, oh, the yeah, creepiness yeah. Like oh, yeah. factor. Oh, yeah. The way that dude writes songs yeah. is it's a beautiful, dark, like... I want to say orchestrated thing. Sometimes yeah, yeah. it could be simplified. Sometimes it could be, you know, oh, complex. Yeah. But the way he writes is beautiful. And the storytelling. Oh, like and the, the storytelling. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it, the, the band that he surrounded himself with, too. It's, oh, yeah. Like, I, 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 like Nick Cave is like one of those uh, bands that I really think uh, people in metal like should get into. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think because, uh, you know. You listen to metal. Uh, it was it was a couple of weeks back. Uh, um, it was like right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't. I guess I shouldn't say what we did. I didn't take part in it. Yeah. But there was some drugs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, some hallucinogenic drugs being had uh, at a uh, at a uh, place in Oklahoma. Okay. And uh, one of my buddies. Uh, we were we were driving there, and uh, we were talking. And he he, he plays in, in in a band that's like a, a thrash metal band, right? Okay. So we were driving there, and he was telling me about how some dude uh, flew into some show they played in New York for something. And I was like, oh, I don't know who that is. He's like, how the fuck do you not know who that is? I was like, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like you know, some some guy from Sepultura. Yeah. Right. And I was like, I don't know these people. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we were talking about it, 
And, uh, uh, God, now I forgot where uh, I was going with the fucking goddamn story. Uh, shit, what was I saying? Nick Cave stuff? <laughs> oh, Nick Cave yeah. stuff. So we were talking, and I was like, well, you know, like, uh, and I, I brought up Nick Cave. Yeah. And apparently his guitarist is a huge fan of uh, Guided by Voices, I can see Nick that. Cave, and all of that shit. Okay. And I was like, oh, there, there you go. And, and it's cool because like... Uh, oh, your friend's band. Yeah, okay, my friend's yeah, my band. Bad. I misunderstood. Yeah, 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 yeah. my friend's band. Uh, and so he like... Uh, uh, we, were, we were talking about, yeah, he's like, yeah, you know, I, th- I, he was like, I think you guys may have like something in common. The coolest thing, the coolest thing ever was, so his band played a show in New York for, uh, adult swim. And okay. so they, they, uh, uh, this guy, Joe Para, who's a comedian, fucking yeah. hilarious dude came backstage and met, met my, met my buddy. And, uh, and my buddy was like, I know exactly who you are. I, you're hilarious. Yeah. He's like, you do. He's like, yeah. So they were talking about music, and he and and he asked Joe Perry. He's like, what, what's like your favorite band? And he's like, Smog. And he came home and he was like, Sterling, do you know Smog? I was like, I fucking love yeah. Joe Callahan. Like Bill yeah. Callahan or uh, uh, Smog is like fucking. That was my shit. And like later on in high school, I yeah, fucking yeah. love Smog. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He started telling me about this. He's like, I'm I'm really getting into this. Yeah, and I was like, dude, that's great. Oh yeah, and uh, he said they went on a tour too, and uh, he asked me if I'd ever heard this band Sheermag. I yeah. was like, no, Sheermag's and, great, and yeah. he played them for me. I was like, dude, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, he's like, what would your mind be blown if I told you we took them out on tour? I was like, you did? He was like, yeah. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, he was like, yeah, dude, it was. It was fucking awesome. Every night I was just sitting there fucking loving it. Yeah. And I was like, that like, so, I, so how I'm relating it is like, you know, the differences, like, no, oh, yeah. just surround yourself with just like this, nothing this, this. but yeah. yeah. When I, if with the fact that I play heavy music, if I listen to only heavy music, then I end up trying to replicate, replicate what I've already it. heard. Correct. So I'm like, yeah. If I want to make the music that I am like wanting to make, and I almost have to distance myself, especially when we're in writing. One like because we're writing right now, so I'm immediately like trying to push off anything that I listen to that I might sound like. Yeah. Because if I listen to that while I'm writing, writing then I'm just you may duplicate something, something and yeah. be like, I, I, I you, like I've gone as far as importing a song where I really liked the drums. Yeah, 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 Because I'm not, I fucking suck at drums. But, but I love this drum, like the way the drums sound on this song. So I'll kind of write a similar beat to that. And then I'll kind of write around it. And then the song won't sound the same, but I, I can totally see me oh, yeah. like getting into like, well, they do this and then this and then this. No, 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 no don't, don't yeah, concentrate yeah, yeah, on yeah. that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I just, it's like, a lot of I'm obsessed with like grooves mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Like I'm right now I'm listening to a lot of this band Antibalas and it's like a big like a, it's an Afrobeat band. Okay. And it's like very rhythmic and everything all this shit's going on and marimba and all this shit. Yeah. But like stuff like that like it really helps like uh me like uh, get into the mindset of like cuz uh like we were talking about before the podcast I'm all about bobbing that head. Yeah, yeah. And so the the different rhythms and that's what I love about you guys so much is yeah. the 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 rhythms. It's not just oh, yeah, yeah. you know I yeah. don't I hate blast beats. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you guys have this driving force. I love it. Yeah. 
I love Pinkish Black too because they oh, do yeah. the fucking same. Like, oh yeah, they can play the same riff the whole damn time. They're, it's the rhythm. I saw them open for Sleep the other day. How was and, that? Uh, you know, I'd, I've seen Pinkish Black play God knows how many times, but uh, that was one of my favorite times seeing them. And like, yeah. I love Sleep and I love uh, I love everything Matt Pike does, but. Pinkish Black that night stole the show because yeah. it was like that they're set up through a sound system like uh, a uh, really uh, nice one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. going through uh, oh, I can't say the name Bomb Factory. Going through that sound setup was amazing. Yeah, it sounded great. Uh, and I had Darren on. Yeah, and like I, it was my first time ever meeting him. We like broke down oh, on yeah. like eighties films. Oh yeah, because I'm I, like I grew up loving like Flash Gordon, Solar Babies, all that shit. He and I did uh. A, a one night band of uh, for the Twin Peaks thing. Yeah, that yeah. Jeff did, uh, and we did one together, and we discovered like the wrestling nerd in each of us. Yeah, so, he like, fucking we, loves oh, wrestling, yeah. dude. So, yeah, same here. So he and I are like <laughs> immediately we became good friends on that. That's so, fucking yeah, yeah. dope. He's a dude. good dude. Oh, yeah. a most amazing yeah, yeah. dude, dude. Yeah. I, yeah, like he he actually had a heart attack not yeah, too know, long yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, that's why I'm keep, so happy to see him stronger, going. Dog. Yeah. Seeing him back up on stage was great. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. fucking awesome, yeah. man. I know you got to go pick up, uh, pick up your Kiddos, kids. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, I'll go ahead and end the podcast here. But dude, man, I, I, we've been talking about doing this for so long. Yeah, I know. Thank you yeah. so much. Schedule's crazy, yeah. dude. Yeah, and I, because you're a school teacher, you know, yeah. like it's, it can be, it can be a tough, it's, yeah, tough thing. It's tricky, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, man, hell yeah. So. Uh, Oh, look, okay. Totally, for, totally forgot to turn that back up. <laughs> well, uh, hell yeah. Today, uh, fuck yeah, episode 32 in the books. Fucking uh, mountains, Brooks for Mountains of Smoke. Thanks for fuck having me. Fuck hell yeah. yeah, dude. Dude, thank you so much for yeah, coming on. Absolutely. Man. All right, peace, bitches. See you.